0: Hey there friends, it's Nick, and this is the fourth in a series of five podcasts about crafting stories that spread. You can find the full list at storiesmeanbusiness.com forward slash viral. We've talked about getting attention. We've talked about the smoothness of your, your idea or your message or your story. Today, I want to talk about action and full disclosure. An awful lot of this is taken from the Fog Behaviour model I've mentioned before on the podcast. BJ Fogg is a, I think he's a professor of persuasive design or something like that, a psychologist at Stanford. And he essentially says that if we want someone to do something, the things we have to worry about, are they motivated? Do they have the ability to do it? And are we explicitly kind of triggering them to do the thing we want them to do? So the stuff that I'm talking about today really relates to that. let's start with motivation. I tend to call it tension. When I'm thinking about the story or the idea or the message, what I'm thinking about is this creating a tension and that sort of A to B tension in my audience, something that's a gap between where they are and where they now want to be as a result of seeing my message. And we talked about the other day, we talked about the power of kind of emotion, but one of the things that, that I have seen work and I look for is whether that tension impacts their core identity. In my kind of weird visual model head, I tend to see emotion as kind of like weather. You know, the emotion is the weather that's over the landscape, but the landscape is your core kind of identity. If we can craft a story or a message that goes to either the identity that someone believes they have or the one they want to have, we're much more likely to get them to, to move because it's something that's that kind of fundamental. So the other thing is Fog talked about prompts. I, t- I call them triggers. Is this thing that we've we created, is that actually triggering something to take an action right now? And that might be as simple as the button at the end of the web page, the actually explicit call to action, or it might be something, and I'm going to rip this example right out of Jonah Berger's. Fascinating book, Contagious. He talked about the coffee and Kit Kat campaign in the US. And effectively, what the advertisers were doing was pairing these two ideas, pairing coffee, which was a trigger for a lot of people, trigger in the sense that coffee comes up a lot in modern culture. I'm going to get a coffee. It's a coffee break. Coffee is a thing that people have a lot of the time. And they realized that if they could pair in people's minds the Kit Kat with the coffee, they could increase their sales a massive amount, which is what happened essentially. So the trigger might be something explicit we're putting into the message, or it might be something where we're connecting our thought or our idea or our story with something that people are likely to experience out in the world, which will bring them back to the thing that we are we are talking about, bring them back to our ideas, remind them that we exist, bring us back to front of mind. So that's the second one. The third one is, plan when we want someone to do something, we're giving them a clear kind of plan. And again, I mean, this, the, I guess this probably shows my age again, but you know, if you go back, not that far in history, you could easily find you were reading something that was interesting, something that you were engaged with. But when you got to the end of the article or you finished the documentary or something, there was no obvious next thing to do. Cause you couldn't just go and search Google. But very often, and this is something I see in my clients. I certainly saw it a lot when I was running the web agency. There wouldn't be an explicit kind of plan at the end of a piece of work or a piece of copy. And it's much less common now, but we still need to, it's still something that I think about when I'm writing a certain kind of piece of content. Is it obvious what I want people to do next? And the final thing I'm gonna talk about today, which is related to, is it obvious what I want people to do next is, is the thing I want them to do next easy? In Fogg's model, he talks about ability. You know, obviously if it's if it's easy to do something, it's much more likely to get done than if it's hard. Now, it doesn't mean necessarily we always want everything to to be easy. Sometimes we're looking to filter people out. We're looking for them to show their commitment. But again, if I want people to take action, I want to create tension. I want there to be a trigger that leads to a clear plan. And mostly, not every time, but mostly, I want the first step on that plan to be something that's fairly easy. If you put those things together, people are much more likely to take action on your story, your idea, or your message. Okay, so that's the end of the fourth podcast. Tomorrow, in the final one, I'm just going to talk about sharing. We'll talk about the. Four things that I think, well, that I kind of look for if I want to make it more likely that people are actually going to share either the stuff that I'm doing for myself or the stuff that I'm doing for my clients. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Bye now.